breathe out the char. Let go with the flow. And welcome to the way of conscious mindfulness. This is a weekly podcast and YouTube show discussing spirituality, balancing health and well-being with mind, body and spirit with a Taoist twist means the way, the path, the balance. Now, we are not the normal talk show. We either have a subject or guest. Tonight we have a very, very cool guest. The is to have an open discussion to help us find new skills, new techniques, <clears throat> new ways to balance our own personal doubt or path. As always, I have some awesome co-hosts on this journey of Conscious Mindfulness uh, with me. And tonight, <clears throat> we have the very Scottish, the very auspicious, it is Robbie McKenzie, a.k.a. Robbie Doe. Hey, okay, the new... Oh, God, I oh, you said that, you not said, me. You said the, the very Scottish, so I'm just living up to my name, you know. <laughs> okay, well, that's cool. well, the very half Irish, half Irish, half Russian, but anyway. Um, so, how are you tonight, Robbie? I'm doing well, I'm doing good. I'm doing, I'm, I'm rather a little bit confused, but you know, that's just that's just as as just to be expected, as with the rest of consciousness. <laughs> <laughs> and what's going on in the planet so <laughs> i'm just living up well to yeah it's an interesting time let's 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 put it like that it's a very interesting time and so i'll go to our next co-host um he he is the the very quiet the the very awesome the very mystical and magical it is the it is chris clutton aka the questioner hello and how are you, sir? I'm very good, thank you. Uh, everything all good? Oh, that's all right. It's disappeared. Um, so, um, cool. So, now, on to our guest. Our guest tonight is... Any names? Some I can't. He is known as um, Brendan... He is known as Skull Babylon. He is known. I've got the other one. I've got. Anyway, he is known oh, as. <laughs> and he says it in that very. He's very cool tones. Wolf Shield. <laughs> Wolf... Um, Skull. He was actually on our very first show, the very first show that um, I did on it. And Skull is. One of the reasons that, you know, we actually do this show. Uh, maybe we might talk about that later. He has, and he has been doing since around about 2010, and we will talk about this, is this great idea, this great concept of paradigm shift. The idea to shift the paradigm, to wake up the consciousness, to get you out of the matrix and to wake you up into this reality. So I'd like to welcome show good evening skull how are you doing sir 
Thank you very much for having me, Paul. Thank you, everyone, Robbie and Chris, and all those tuned in. And uh, right now, I'm I'm doing wonderful. I'm actually uh, just getting over a bit of a cold, but nonetheless, I am soldiering on, and I am happy to be here and to talk to you guys about where Paradigm Shift has continued to evolve since the last time we were on this podcast together, which was actually June 10th, 2016, so just a little over a year ago. So. Congratulations, Paul, on 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 the one year anniversary. I think what you're doing is really amazing. So, good job. Thank you. It, it, it's it's been fun. I mean, like I say, the, the whole point is to do it the Dao, my way, which is the Taoist way, which is about balance. So it's not my show. It's our show. It it is. You know, the whole idea is that you have wonderful people like Chris, like Robbie, like who so magically appeared. The wonderful. Good evening, Merlin. How are you doing? Good evening, all. I'm fantastic. How are you? I am. I am cool. Thank you. Um, so, yeah, it, it's having, I mean, um, apart from Chris, um, the, all, most of the co-hosts have been guests. And, you know, they've come along and enjoyed the show so much. They want to be part of it, which is which is the whole point is, you know, this is about interaction. It's like, you know like paradigm shift the idea was is to create something that will allow people to wake up allow people to see all these different ideas all these different ways of doing in your life and and you know and that's what the show's all about guys have you got any questions for skull uh yes but someone else wants to go first this time i'm more than happy to let someone go on you go, on you go, Chris. Okay, I was just wondering, you touched on it, but I was just wondering if you could just expand a little bit on sort of what you've been doing since you were last on the show and just sort of fill us in with some of the good stuff that you've been doing. Mm -hmm. For sure, for sure. Thank you, thank you, Chris. Yeah, so for those of you who may not be entirely familiar, the project that I've helped create over the years dating back to 2019 is known as ParadigmShiftCentral.com. So that's like the main website. And even in the last year, there really has been like a lot of evolution that's been going on with it. In many ways, like I'll try and explain this from a couple different angles, but it at its core, it is about creating a digital community hub for a group of people, for a team of people that we refer to as shifters who are actively helping assist with the shift in consciousness. And one of the things that we've evolved into the aspect of the project within the last couple of years is this real idea of gamification, which is this idea of sort of bringing in my own personal interests of things like uh, video games and fantasy and role playing games and multiplayer games and taking the excitement that a lot of people get out of, uh, you know, video game aspects of it or just any sort of game aspect of that and bringing that into the excitement that we can use to catalyze the shift to to level ourselves up as individual characters within this real world adventure that we are on and to continue to unlock new abilities and get new quests and to uh, acquire, uh, you know, to 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 part of the way how like the points that you gain within this quote-unquote game is simply by being able to help assist others by building community by creating conscious media so within the recent while the project at this point now we we present it as a real world interactive game to help shift consciousness and again so people you know you got while you guys are listening to this you're more than welcome to check it out uh just again paradigmshiftcentral.com and one of the recent aspects and i'll just say this is that 
as uh, from my own personal interest that I've brought into this project, it's very conscious media oriented. So rather than just making media that people can tune out to, we want to make media that people can tune into. And so this is um, or allow themselves to tune into themselves while interacting with it. So while I was creating this project many years ago, like I was in school at the time when I created this as a single club in my college and I was at school for media production. So now, in addition to everything that I've just said, you can also think of Paradigm Shift Central, the website, as being literally a conscious media production company. So part of the way how we're, we're focusing our intention within this project is not only to create digital space where people can interact, but also to create a platform where people can practice creating conscious media. And we do that through the website, through the creation of things known as quest journals and conscious articles. And then of course, similar to uh, what we're doing here with the broadcast, we have ongoing interactive interactive broadcasts such as team building circles and then we have a thing called destiny school which rotates through topics and then we have dream class which is all about lucid dreaming and then we have admin meetings which are for the admins and i'll just say this last part because it ties in within this whole scope of the the global team a really core part of the project is the creation of physical paradigm shift communities and so this is really how it all began it, it began as a single paradigm shift community which was just a single club in my college and the core idea of the of the communities which still is consistent to this day is about creating a space where people can come together to practice having open-minded discussion and meditation so really just about creating you know if you build it they will come and creating a place where people can meet other like-minded people to assist each other on their path and to practice talking about the things that they don't normally get a chance to talk about so now since that first like club began years and years and years ago other people have been inspired to create paradigm shift communities where they are through the direction of the project and now on digital paper there's over 50 paradigm shift communities across the world and and you can actually see this through the website within the team map as well as all the other shifters and, and where they are across the world so yeah it's it's a media production company it's a real world game and it's a global team of shifters and paradigm shift communities and what we're doing is hacking the matrix with love and and i can talk more about that later and and shiftivism is is another thing i'll talk about later which is like the the actions that we do to help hack the matrix with love so and accelerate the shift so yeah that's basically what we've been up to <laughs> oh not much then wow <laughs> <laughs> no more than usual <laughs> so i mean that, that, that it was just like as you got about 30 seconds into that i was like going, okay he's done a bit there and then once we got up to about a minute my brain was like going, wow okay there's a lot going on um that you, you're involved in, in one of the um simplest aspects i'm just going to sort of pick off for a second is the uh free hugs is would you say a free hugs movement free hugs free hugs movement yeah yeah it's all that I was just wondering if you could explain like the importance of a hug uh, and, and giving a hug to a stranger, which is effectively what what you're doing, isn't it? Absolutely. Absolutely. Like a, a big part, again, within the project is that we're encouraging people as shifters, as people intentionally helping assist with the shift in consciousness to engage in real world actions that are going to help with that, that are going to help build community. So what one of the things that we've been doing and, and as a YouTuber and, and again, you know, like uh, kind of state the obvious, but reiterating it again, for, for those of you who may not already be familiar with the work that I do, like, obviously, I, I have a YouTube channel, and I create YouTube videos, and, and even full length movies. And so creating videos of doing free hugs has been something that I've been personally interested in. 
um, because like that's been like a, a really good way to help inspire other people to do free hugs because it's one of those things that it's so simple that anybody can do it where they are. And basically what we do is that we, we encourage people um, to do free hugs for the purpose of free hugs, but also, and like, you know, just the core aspect of what the hug represents, but then also for the, the idea that a hug combined with a paradigm shift community can create an ongoing connection. So when, as an example, when I'm doing my free hugs, uh, wherever I am in my city, in my location, uh, I'll be doing free hugs and, and I'll explain more about like the specifics of like why a hug is so important in a second. Um, but we also have uh, within the shift within the game, we also have our shift buttons, which is what I'm wearing here, which is the eye of Ron. It has the website for the Paradigm to Central project. We've been using these for years. So these are kind of like call them business cards, call them, you know, real world quest items, but they're really effective. So basically we've been giving these out to thousands and thousands of people all, all across the world. And, you know, we're making them here just in my house with my button machine manually. And there's different designs on them and they're all like conscious imagery. And so when you give someone a hug, what you can do is you can actually like give them a hug, talk to them, and then you can offer them a shift button. You can give it to them as a gift and then they'll, they'll be able to take the button home with them, connect to the website and connect to the ongoing community interaction through the digital platform. And so I, mean, I know Paul's uh, got a bunch of those and he's been a supporter over the years. So huge thank you to Paul as well. And, and yeah, so just the, when you have uh, a, a, the shift buttons and a paradigm shift community, it's really powerful. So again, within what I've been doing through the free hugs is I've been using it as a portal to help evoke synchronicity, to help accelerate the growth of the physical paradigm shift community where I am or anywhere, be it the digital community, if I'm in a different city. So I can go up, go downtown, do free hugs, people connect to me, I can give them a button and then I can say, hey, if you're interested, there's a meetup group that we have every Friday at a local vegan cafe. You're more than welcome to come out, but you can check on the website for more information. And so this way, Rather than just, you know, you, I think it's beautiful that free hugs has really caught on over the last couple of years. And, and, and I think what what I try to focus people on doing, I kind of refer to as free hugs 2.0 because there is that additional aspect that kind of like creates that lasting connection because soft, oftentimes it's all too common to do free hugs and it's awesome. It's great in that moment. And then you you might go separate ways from the person and you may never see that person again. It, you might, but, but it's possible that you may never see them again. Now, needless to say, they will carry that hug with them and they will carry that impression with them. And they may do free hugs later on in their life as well, which is, again, very important. But to be able to not only do a free hug, but to create a connection as community uh, is what we are doing to help, again, hack the matrix. You know, when we're talking about hacking the matrix, we're talking about integrating ourselves into the system to be able to help accelerate it through through understanding it, through surfing it, through tips and tricks, through like, it, you know, just thinking about it differently. And so uh, with the shift buttons and the free hugs, it's been a great way to do that. And just recently, I'll give you an example of how powerful the free hugs are. I was just at a, a festival over the weekend, uh, a transformational festival called the Ohm Festival, which was here in, in Ontario, Canada, which is where I am and state the obvious for those of you who aren't familiar. Um, but near the end of the festival, I was doing free hugs. And again, you know, I do my regular routine of doing free hugs. I was like dancing while holding the free hug sign. So I'm literally just there doing my own thing, but I have a free hug sign and then people come up to me and they'll be like, oh yeah, free hugs. And then I'll say, you know, regular routine, like here's a button and I'll talk to them and I'll connect with them. And in particular, one of the guys who, who I met during the end of the day, while he was hugging me, he was just like, he said to me, he's like, he's like, I don't want to go back home and be alone. 
And then like, that was like, I, I was just like, okay, you know, like in that moment, I'm like, I'm like here, like I have a gift for you. And again, you know, kind of regular routine though, but like giving him a shift button and everything. But again, just the importance of that interaction for him and saying, you know, like, like here, like connect with this digital community. And now you can stay connected. You aren't going to be alone when you go home and you can actually be involved with this project from a media production point. And then we started talking and then he started telling me about the music that he was making. And then I'm like, awesome, man. Like within the Paradigm Shift Central project, we have different teams. One of them is a music team. So you can be involved with the music team and I can help like support and curate some of the music production that you're doing. So again, the invitation is there and lo and behold, I've connected with that person and now we're connected on Facebook and later tonight we have a team broadcast. So, um, Maybe he'll be around, but I'll be sure to touch base with him regardless. And there's actually a paradigm shift community in the location that he's in, like in the city that he's in, that maybe he wouldn't have known about had we not connected through those free hugs to begin with. So yeah, that was just like a little example, but I've seen time and time again, how doing free hugs is, is a very, very powerful thing. And, and one thing I can talk a little bit about later on is how I've actually recently been combining free hugs with my um, additional uh, extension of my persona as a uh, mystic Spider-Man, which is basically just me doing free hugs while dressed up as Spider-Man. So <laughs> we can talk a little bit about that and, and how that extra level actually adds even more uh, just sort of texture to the free hugs experience, especially when you're doing it and, and young kids are seeing you. And again, this this ties in with this uh, overarching theme of the project that is really about creating not just a global team of shifters, but a global team of light guardians, Jedis and superheroes. And so, um, yeah, I'll just kind of end it on that point if you guys have any questions. But absolutely, I encourage everyone to, to even try doing free hugs. Um, at the very least, it's a huge lesson even for the person giving them free hugs because uh, I'll just say this, you know, oftentimes we, we will find that there's like some sort of resistance to us to, to go out and, and, and make ourselves vulnerable out in public. And it can feel really weird to be the person standing on a corner doing free hugs. But then once you kind of break your ice, like you realize you're like, oh, my God, like this is this is this is lifting me up. This is filling me up by filling other people up and it just creates this like sort of like dyadic cyclone that that really again you know just ripples the inspiration in some beautiful ways in ways that are, are almost beyond what we even realize you know how far does one hug go you may never really know like and that's the beautiful thing of it so free hugs Woo. well the, the whole thing has a brilliant concept it really is and it's so simple it's so simple so easy and so it breaks down mm. the ego of the person that's given the hugs to help mm. them in their mastery, as well as somebody accepting a hug as well. And it's like, it's it's actually quite touching, eh? And I've, cause I've seen it, I didn't realize that um, you were, it's nice to meet you, uh, you know, that um, you came up with the concept, you know? But I think it's these kind of very simple concepts that are the things that change things, the things that break down the barriers to, because like, especially in the UK, there's that, even in, in Scotland, there's that, uh, stiff upper lip you know it's like we will give, we'll give a little bit of charity but uh that's ours giving our love and then we'll see you again good luck chappy <laughs> you know and then move on you know whereas with the free hugs it's it's better than money it's better than giving a bit of bread because you're giving a bit of, bit of love and yet and mm -hmm. with a continuation of that with the badge you're giving a bit of hope to somebody who's maybe very mm -hmm. isolated or i think that's what's great about the the the, the digital age now, the, the age of the internet, because people do, even though you're alone or solitary, and I think more people who are like empaths, they like being solitary, but they don't like being solitary. It's kind of that, that dichotomy of, 
you know, you're so empathic, you, you can't be in company too much or whatever, but you want to connect, you know, so it's given that opportunity for that as well, you know, it's a bit of physical contact as well and a bit of love, you know, a really great concept, I love it, love it, really love it. Yeah. And that, the whole that, thing, wasn't right? a, that wasn't a question, that was just, <laughs> I, I appreciate it, you know, it's really good, really, very simple, genius, actually, you know, and, and mm-hmm. in the way that it's, because um, I've seen I've seen many of these videos with people just doing that in a street mm-hmm. corner, and the, the 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 it's like it's like a circle. It's like what you try to achieve in a spiritual circle or a psychic circle, opening you up, breaking down your ego. What, mm-hmm. what, why is what is my barrier to these people? Why why am I being so offhand with everybody? Do you know what I mean? The social isolation, breaking it down, really great. Mm-hmm. Even just the concept of it. Maybe not even experience it. I've never seen anybody in a street corner doing tea hugs, but just the concept of it, knowing that it's out there, you know, really good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And and Paul, I'll say something after you. Go ahead, Paul. Okay, I was, I was just saying, I mean, there's so much. I mean, for starters, the medical case studies on hugs alone, you know, it activates endorphins, increases your immune system. Um, so, you know, the, the whole point of giving a hug is, is that connection, the connection with another being uh, is a great thing. Then also the, the whole thing of, of um, my Steve's would have said is like the free hugs movement uh, would be very much a synchronicity point would be a way of activating synchronicity, allowing things to happen, allowing those opportunities to happen. As Skull said, you know, like from, you know, from that one point of that, that hug, he connected with somebody who didn't want to be alone and, you know, and it went on and grew and grew. And that's where then, oh, trying to get the light out of the way, that's where then the badges come in to play mm-hmm. you know these are all quite you know these are topics you know every badge every bit you know uh, and what i mean is does what, what does that mean you know now the clock and now what does that mean what what's this symbol what does that mean you know oh what does this mean it's inspiring a topic it's it's a way of and you know when you have all those pictures there they are all, all the badges you know like how uh, how how um skull sets up or he has it on on his on his bag and you see the batches and you can pick one of them and you know the whole idea there's a whole conversation there and it goes on to something else and then you see the website and it goes on to something else and it's just it's it's a it's an awesome spark i mean skulls it's around about 2010 i think it was and and you know i know how much effort he's put into this and i know you know it's one of these things your people say oh yeah this is an awesome idea but they don't know it's gone in the background you know they look at the website they don't know how much work has gone in the background skull has done a lot of this um most of it from scratch most of it on his own and it's you know it, it he deserves he deserves how it's spread out. He deserves it because he puts a heck of a lot of this um, to help others. And it's the whole point of connecting with others and growing and expanding. And us, you know, the whole point of change. Things don't change unless you change internally. So it's changing one person at a time. A bit. Of, that's it. Cool. Anybody else? Totally. Totally. Paul, I'll, I'll just add on to that. And, and yeah, I think 
again, you know, state the obvious, like I didn't start the free hugs movement. I, I think that what's beautiful about it is that there isn't a single center point. It's really like the center point is like something from within us. Like it really is this like collective hive mind idea where like, as we continue to evolve, a bunch of people are just like, oh, wow, that's a brilliant idea. Like, let's start doing that, you know? And then, but again, you know, people might see it in a video and then that continues to inspire them. And within some of the videos that, I, that I've done, um, one of the beautiful things that comes out of doing the free hugs is that sometimes when I have the additional free hug signs on me, what I'll do is I'll do free hugs and then I'll start giving out like the free hug signs to other people, you know, like I'll start passing them on. And, and recently we've actually been like, we create our free hug signs and I know Paul has one here. And I mean, it's just a piece of cardstock but recently we've been laminating them so that now like if you get if you get that laminated paul like that will make sure that it can like last like you know through the weather and stuff like that but again you know when you give someone like a laminated free hug sign like you're literally like it's it's just almost like this moment of like mini ceremony that that i that i evoke into that into that space especially uh whether it be like with you know a person older than me but especially with a person younger than me you know because i think like that's a big part of what it is that we need to do is we continue needs to we continue uh, we need to continue to inspire the youth so again you know when i'm doing the free hugs as mystic spider-man it's been really powerful even just from the perspective of a young child to meet spider-man to get a hug from him and then to have spider-man give you a hug sign and to say here like the power is within you you carry this now like you are the superhero and then they take that on and so even when i'm not in the spider-man mode uh, i've done other times where like I've, I've had an event, uh, there's a video on my YouTube channel, you can see it, and it was the Holly Festival, which is the Indian festival of color in the like all the paint and the color and stuff. You, I'm sure everyone knows it. And at the festival that I, when I was there, I gave out like at least like 20 free hug signs, again, the laminated ones. And then what was really cool is that in the weeks following that, I began to hear from other people about other people within my city of London, Ontario, Canada, of them like seeing other people doing free hugs. And I was just like, yes, you know, like that's exactly what, what I wanted to do. So now there was a time where like back in the day, I think there was probably myself and maybe a handful of other people who were doing free hugs. But now, you know, like there's an organic evolution and more and more people are starting to adopt it. And, and you know, when I give the science to people, I'm like, carry this in your backpack, take it to school, like bring it with you every day. So it's really cool to like, you know, I'm out and about doing stuff. And then someone will be like, oh, I saw somebody doing free hugs up at the park. And I don't know who it is, but just the fact that it's happening is really beautiful. And and so, I mean, even just the idea that, you know, within the past, I'd say within the past like 10 years, more specifically within the past five years, it's almost gotten to the point where it's safe to say that somewhere in the world, in every given moment, there's somebody doing free hugs somewhere, which I think is a really beautiful idea, right? Because it's just like, I don't think we were there like, you know, like a decade ago and now we are. So it's just like, it's very, very powerful. And, and, and again, you know, as Paul was saying, the when, when I started doing the free hugs as, as, as an extension, as a, as a core aspect of the Paradigm to Central Project, it really came from my understanding of how synchronicity worked. Like there was never this doubt in my mind of like, oh, is this going to work? Like it was like, it will work. All you have to do is show up for it by being there, holding yourself in that space. Like the universe sees that from a nonlinear perspective and is just like, oh, here, like let me bring Joey to the street corner so that he can synchronistically see you and then you can connect with him and and that's kind of when i do free hugs you know i do them in different times i'll do them on like bar nights i'll do them during weekends i'll do them here and there i'll do them in different cities 
But again, you know, like it's really powerful when you're there. And then within like five minutes of you being there, somebody comes up and you end up talking to them and you give them a button and they're just like, oh my God, like, dude, like I've been looking for something like this, you know? And you, and then you're just like, well, there you go. Right. Like that's not, a it, it is a coincidence in the sense, the word coincidence to me is the same as synchronicity because coincidence literally means coinciding incidents, which again, it's just the same word, different way of saying it. But again, it's just really powerful to, to observe and be a part of the synchronicity. And again, that's why within the project, you know, here I am as like one person doing this, but, but in me sharing this story and sharing this bigger narrative of the light guardians and the Jedi, and this is our real world super superpower ability. It is in turn, like helps spark countless other people. And, and it's beautiful because I don't even fully know the, the full extent uh, of the efforts that like the full reach of the efforts that I've continued to put in, which is beautiful. And, and I think that's really the way uh, all of us should continue to do it, is that we don't we, we know that we're making a difference, even if we can't see the full difference. But I think that's kind of like the mystery of it is actually what, like, what makes it even more exciting. So, yeah, Robbie, I think you were jumping in or. Yeah, I was, uh, I was just saying that the, the, the whole superhero thing that, you know, the, I think most superheroes, no matter what the superhero is, it's all it's all about our inner power. It's all it's all that's why they're so popular. I think I think Stan Lee's like the, the modern Shakespeare, you know, I think the, the 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 archetype of our heroism or our what what matters, you know, what is our our, our uh, negative uh, evil side and what's our good side, and everybody aspires to be Spider Man or Superman or whatever your 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 um you know your you personally gravitate to, but we're all superheroes. Everybody's got that superhero within them, and as 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 these things open up, as we break down our ego. We identify with that, and it just makes it a little bit more colorful, a little bit more fun, you know, which is what you're doing. I love the idea of Mystic Spider-Man, yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> and it's kind of like a drama piece as well. Like, you know, I did, I did drama for four years. Um, totally. You know, so, and and it, it certainly, I had a um, group of um, kids, five to 15-year-olds, for uh, about five years, and um it was. It, it's always something that once you get them out their ego, you see their real personality. I mean, you see their real personality. It's about bringing them together. When there are these drama games or whatever that connect you physically or connect you, you know, in some sort of interaction that breaks down the barriers of what we think is our propriety, what how we should act, you know, and that's that's kind of another thing the three hugs does as well. It just breaks down those barriers so that we can just be ourselves. Do you know what I mean? Or is it okay to 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 connect with this person, you know, and what that person will need, what that person will, because everybody's going through their struggles and, you know, having a free hug, it's like, it's, it's genius, I think. But I think it's, it's, um, it's also indicative of ascension, you know, I think it's, uh, when, I, when I, something, something's ready to happen, it will happen, it will just, it'll, it'll spark and it'll spread and the 100 monkeys stint syndrome, you know, it'll just, it'll just keep going and keep going, you know, throughout the, throughout the whole planet. You know, I'll just keep going. And I think we're ready for that. And I think this is just indicative of that, you know. And, and one person getting that inspiration, getting that passion, going, well, actually, do you know what? I'm making a difference. I'm going to keep making a difference, you know. I'm going to make it even more of a difference. I'm going to get my passion into it. So I think that's really brilliant. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so I don't know. I wasn't really asking a question. I was just saying about, the, you know, about the, the superhero thing. Because I think we all have our own archetype. We all have our own thing that we relate to you know so yours is obviously spider-man i used to love spider-man when i was a kid 
the CGI has certainly come on an awful lot, you know, <laughs> since then. But going back to your, what you were saying about the um, the online community, you know, because some people, you know, the the, the whole, when you open your Merkaba um, and meditation, the whole idea of the the holographic universe that this is somewhat of a simulation. This is all an illusion in itself. So the the uh, the gaming idea is the illusion within the illusion. But in that illusion, the online, you can be who you want. You can be a warrior or you can be a superhero or you can fly or you can do, you know, you, you can, and, and you've got infinite amount of lives. So it's kind of, it's teaching, it's, it's kind of teaching about reincarnation about, or about the, the eternity of the soul, you know, within a, a perspective where you can be many different people, many different um, places, you know? So that's like an exp expansion of that. Yeah. Was that kind of your idea? Was that the, I think I, I saw something you talking about the Merkaba, the flower of life. Um, there was something um, about the flower of life. Uh, has that been part of your inspiration, or was it just that you were a gamer or you liked the game, so it's part of your um, your own personal passion? Yeah, I, I think all of the above, absolutely. Like it, it really did just come from. The, um, I sort of boil it down to this idea of uh, helping people step into their activated avatar. You know, like sort of like it, it's not something where you just have to pretend to be something, but you actually are that you actually like like I'm not pretending to be mystic Spider-Man like I actually am mystic Spider-Man. I'm not pretending to be a Jedi. I actually am a Jedi. Now, is that I mean, that's a big title. And again, you know, with that title, it kind of comes like something that you continue to grow into, uh, which I think is a natural part of the process. But I think a big part of the gamification of it is that through the aspect of play, we allow ourselves to explore what that can look like. And I think that's usually what you need in that first process. You need that invitation of play because sometimes, you know, things can get very rigid. You know, we're often told, you know, like stay inside the box and everything. But it's just like, what would you look like if you were, you know, sort of like this, this badass video game character on a quest? You know, like, would you, again, like, would you be like a healer? Would you be like a ranger? Would you be a shaman type thing? And, and we realize that these aren't, just like ideas within a fantasy novel like these are real things and stuff and and again even even for me you know i really bring in a lot of like the the elven and the fairy magic um which is interesting because I, I i can show you guys real quick just from the context but like my left ear is like pointed like an elf ear um my right ear is kind of normal and stuff like that but for a while it was really interesting because i was just like i just sort of saw it and i was just like oh okay you know like i'm I, I guess that's kind of cool, but I never literally thought of it as like actually being uh, a, a real elf ear in any way. I'm just like, elves aren't, you know, growing up, like I, I was kind of in that space, which is like, okay, elves are in Lord of the Rings, but are they here? You know, I was still kind of curious and stuff, but now, um, and I want to get back to the Mystic Spider Man because I'll show you guys a picture in a second. But one of the things with the, the elven stuff is that I feel within this bigger narrative, again, you know, like there, there's the levels to this narrative. There's the narrative of just like, oh, we're a bunch of humans here on Earth helping assist with like our evolution of consciousness. But then you get into this bigger narrative of the idea of like, oh, OK, we're a bunch of humans, but we're souls that have come from different realms and different planets throughout the galaxy. And we have come here on a grand quest to do something very very special and very powerful that that perhaps has never happened anywhere in the universe quite to this degree so this is like an amalgamation of all these beautiful spirits from across the universe coming together to build this team to help with this shift to play this game in that sense and so um, within the Elven thing, it took me a little bit, but one of the things, and again, I'll share this because I feel a lot of people can resonate with this. Uh, within only the last couple of years, I was like, wait a second, you know, maybe I actually have an Elf year. 
not like part of the reason why I have an elf ear is because like, again, I had to sort of create this story in order for me to sort of comprehend it. But once I created the story, I was like, oh, like that actually makes sense. And basically the story is, is that, you know, in a past incarnation, I actually did live as like a fairy folk or an elf again, as perhaps many of us have. And then the reason why I actually have an elf ear within this incarnation was there as a reminder for myself. And like, that's kind of the idea is just like, oh yeah like that's actually like and, and you know people hear about that about like uh scars or birthmarks being you know sort of like tales from past life so in the same way different aspects of our body can actually be symbols for past life or future life incarnation so again for me to have the elf ear uh allows me to be an ambassador for this story that you know like i gave myself that ear from that higher conscious perspective so that i can carry with me this idea that that was there as a reminder for me to remember my own elf nature and also my sort of journey of of choosing to to perhaps again you know this is a story but resonate with it if you do it to to you know having existed within the fairy realms and the elf realms very much the dream realm it's one in the same and then like coming into this incarnation with the mission with the quest to help bring more magic into this world so it's not like oh i'm just an elf period it's like no i'm an elf who is on a mission to help bring more magic into this world. So in many ways, I, I carry that through what I do and, and I help bring that forth through the Paradigm Shift Central Project and through like, you know, through the free hugs, through the guardian, the light guardianship, through the Jedi stuff, through the mystic Spider-Man. Um, so yeah, it, it's many things. And I think that's kind of like the, the, the fractal nature of this reality where people are coming into this ascension process from many different angles. You know, some of them are going to be coming in through the superhero side. Some of them are going to be coming in through the elf side. Some of them are going to be coming in through the conspiracy side. And some of them are going to be coming in through the yoga side and stuff like that. There's all these different gateways, but essentially we're all kind of meeting in the middle type thing. Um, so essentially what I've helped do is I've helped lay down these different narratives that kind of like lead people to step through these gateways when they are ready, when they, when they have, you know, by giving them the permission that they already have. Um, so let me just show you real quick. I'm just going to pull up uh, a picture of what my mystic Spider-Man uh, self looks like. So I'm just going to do a screen share right here. And, um, so there, there you can see there's there's like uh, one version of my Mystic Spider-Man. It kind of like varies a little bit based on like how many buttons I have on or, or other gear that I have attached to it and stuff. But uh, yeah, basically like even within the mystic spider-man story that i've created for myself like the the idea that it's mystic spider-man is actually me like adopting uh my own version of uh spider-man like it's not just it's not just hey i'm spider-man mystic spider-man to me is the narrative that i've created is that it's basically the spider-man from a parallel multiverse reality it's not peter parker like it's actually brendan culleton like it's actually me who has trained with dr strange so if you take like Spider-Man and combine Doctor Strange, that's Mystic Spider-Man. And Mystic Spider-Man travels through dimensions and travels through the dream space and is aware of these mystical aspects of this reality. And his mission, my mission, again, you know, it's one and the same, is to literally help assist with the shift in consciousness and, and do things like free hugs and plant seeds and stuff like that. So um, I'll just end on that note because uh, I'm actually in the process of working uh, on a, a Spider-Man free hugs video, which is actually going to be my first official Spider-Man, uh, Mystic Spider-Man video and it's interesting because 
as much as I planned it, it's really just syncing up. But the fact that like this is all kind of aligning with the upcoming release of the new Spider-Man movie, which again is a whole nother topic in myself because with my interest in media, time and time again, I'm always like my own personal experiences always seem to synchronize with like whatever movies happen to be coming out. So this is just kind of like another reflection of that. It's just like, oh, what's that, Brendan? You're you're doing Spider-Man stuff and you're making a video about it. Oh, here, here's a Spider-Man movie that's coming out at the exact same time. Uh, it's that's just part of what my reality does sometimes. Like, like, I love the idea of of like it's a spider species, you know. It's like t- it's given the uh, like what's your character? Or what's your take on the Spider Man? That's a that's a brilliant expansion for people. What you're doing takes, but what's your spider idea? What's your part of the spider species? I'm a Spider Man with an elfin ear and a and a Jedi mask, you know, <laughs> and I've got my lightsaber. You know? Brilliant. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, exactly. And this Spider-Man is a Jedi too, which is, again, it all comes together. Um, And and one thing I was just going to say, you know, like uh, related to the Spider-Man thing, this kind of revealed itself to me over time. You know, naturally I was just, because the Spider-Man thing for me actually started years ago when I was doing kids' birthday parties. And one of the characters I did was Spider-Man. So like this was four or five years ago and that was my job. So I was like doing, so again, it was interesting because the fact that I had that job in many ways on my life path from a non-linear perspective was training me to become mystic spider-man but i didn't really know it at the time right i was just enjoying it as a job and i'm like oh this is really fun and then eventually i'm like once my job ended i'm like how can i keep doing this and i'm like wait a second like this is obvious and then the ideas started coming to me and and and, and again you know like i've seen i'm not the only one who's like like i'm not claiming like full ownership over this idea the mystic spider-man thing like i i feel like that's probably pretty unique but like i've seen other people like doing things like helping homeless people will dress up as spider-man which is essentially what i do as well and I've, I've i've seen other people doing videos of that so again you know it's kind of like that that archetype that is coming through us but what's really interesting is that um as i kind of got closer to this embodiment i began to sort of meditate more on what the spider actually represents like as like an animal totem as a spirit teacher and it's so obvious that out of like all the superheroes like the fact that it's spider-man is no coincidence because like again you you look at you look at like the symbol for spider-man and and i'll just put up the image real quick you look at the symbol for spider-man and it's very much like as above, so below. Like it's got the legs facing up and the legs facing down. And the body of the spider is totally a toroidal field. Like it, it's literally sort of like the, you know, like the vesica Pisces of the two circles coming together kind of thing. And then, of course, you get into the idea of like what the spider represents in terms of like the interconnected web and the idranet that connects us all. And, and so like there's that aspect of it and the idea of we're weaving our own webs and we're creators and we're just sort of like it, it, it kind of explains itself but i invite people to sort of think about uh you know like what it what it might mean to them and stuff but um yeah i think it's really interesting that like uh out of all this you know like the the spider is is very much a a powerful animal totem within our shift in consciousness as are many other animals And, and again you know like i carry the wolf within me as well so yeah i'm like wolf elf jedi spider man superhero thing that's what i do it's my job so (laughs) <laughs> and Brendan, hello, nice to meet you. Hi, Marilyn. Nice to meet you. Quick question. You've mentioned it a couple of times in terms of what I heard you say. You've mentioned the word synchronicity, and it's one of my favourite hashtags. I've been using hashtag synchronicity for years, and I first learned about it, gosh, I must have been in my early 20s looking at Carl Jung. So I would love to know, how do you describe and, and define synchronicity, and what do you think fuels it? 
that's a that's a great question i i love um i i agree like synchronicity for me has always been one of my favorite topics and i think part of the reason for that is because it was something that can be directly experienced it, it's something that uh goes beyond just being a theory <clears throat> and a concept and it becomes and it becomes something that the universe kind of brings into your life and, and you and it's almost hard to ignore after a certain point for me um synchronicity uh can almost be thought of uh very similar to to gravity or at least what we understand to be gravity in the way that it's sort of like there's like certain things within this reality that kind of naturally will come together but another way of explaining it can also be thought of through uh understanding music and synchronicity uh, can be thought of as like within the orchestra. So let's say, okay, you're using this you, this this metaphor of uh, the universe, the one verse being a, a, a musical song, right? And each of us is playing our own instruments, you know, which is why we're tuning our frequencies and everything. It's all very music oriented. And so like within this orchestra, you will get the conductor, aka quote unquote God or, or whatever we want to call it, right? And, and, and the conductor will go, do you know and, and he'll bring everyone into place at one single point you know everyone will be kind of doing their own thing and then it'll be boom and you know everyone will know where to meet up right at that time because of the conduction of the uh, of the, of the conductor and so like synchronicity is like the idea that there's like a, a conductor that we don't always see even though that is still a part of us it is still us and we can actually be an active conductor um and i think again it's it's interesting that the word conductor within music is the same as like electricity conductor and stuff you know it's all one and the same and so um yeah in that sense synchronicity is the idea of, of basically just like you know something way over here and something way over there coming together at the right place at the right time so what's powerful is that when you're doing something like free hugs you understand that by you standing in a street corner with a free hug sign you are being a portal for synchronicity for the universe to bring that other part of yourself to you on the corner so that you can evoke that 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 conversation that that moment and i think what's beautiful is that synchronicity everything is everything you know depend there's layers of synchronicities there's degrees of synchronicity in some way everything is synchronicity but i think as you become more conscious state the obvious you begin to notice these more and more and more and you begin to realize that sometimes like a synchronicity will be defined based on our ability to recognize it and our ability to act on it i think oftentimes perhaps when we were younger synchronicities would have occurred to us but we might not have been fully conscious of them and maybe we miss them you know it, it could have been like you're sitting next to a person on a bus and maybe you're like oh i should probably talk to that person but you don't and then maybe you know that was actually supposed to be a, that was a synchronicity but then even within there there's a lesson because next time you see that person you're gonna be like oh i regretted not talking to them now i'm gonna talk to them right so it's it's, it's kind of full circle same with the free hugs right some people will like see you doing free hugs they won't give you a hug but then they'll think about it and then next time they'll see you they'll definitely give you a free hug um but again I you know give uh, you, um, a good example of that I went camping recently and uh, there's a, a, a steam railway station right next to the campsite. And there's only three of us staying on this campsite, three tents. And we didn't coordinate it. We didn't talk to it, say anything to each other, but we all just happened to be going on this touristy train on the platform at the same time, at the same hour. We just turned up same day. Do you know what I mean? It was just really strange that, three people who hadn't coordinated it just managed to pick that day out of the week to all end up at the same hour on that platform totally totally and and i think again chris like as you're saying like 
we see synchronicity in ways that aren't always directly associated with the shift in consciousness. Like sometimes you'll, you'll be like in the middle of a suburban area and suddenly three or four cars will all come to the same spot, like stop sign at one time. And you just kind of stand in there. You're just like, like, what the hell were the odds of that? Right? Like, how does that even happen? Right. But again, it's kind of like this, this unseen yet still seen aspect of the universe that kind of like brings things into place. Um, but again, you know, like I think what's beautiful about synchronicity is that it's, it's, you can meet it halfway. Like synchronicity is something that will come to you, but it's also something that you can create. It's also something that you can create a situation for synchronicity to act through, which is what I, again, refer to as portal. So again, you know, the synchronicities aren't just happening physically, they're also happening digitally, which is why like a big thing that we're doing through the creation of conscious media, you know, I create a video so that when I put out that video, every person who that video reaches is potentially a synchronicity because, you know, it might be the right video for them to see at the right time, which brings them back to the website and connects them with the community, which is exactly what they were looking for type thing. So um, yeah, synchronicities are are a, a beautiful thing. And, and And I think, again, you know, it's one of those things that, the more people begin to directly experience them, um, the more they become, the more they begin to accelerate, the more they begin to engage with them. And, and the last thing I'll just say on this is that synchronicities are also a way for the universe to communicate to itself through the language of symbols, uh, specifically through the language of symbols. It's not always symbols, but when it's through the, when it's through symbols, like that's actually us communicating to ourselves from a non-linear perspective. And this is where you get into the idea of like seeing, you know, synchronicity numbers like 1111. For me, 906, 96 is actually like a synchronicity number that I programmed into my reality. Once I started to realize how synchronicity worked, I really began to resonate with the number 96, um, which continued to evolve for me over time. And I sort of put out that intention of like, okay, in addition to seeing 1111, I'm going, I'm going to make 96 my synchronicity number. I'm programming that into my reality. And lo and behold, it started to happen, right? And and it's it would be those moments where you're like walking down a street corner and then you just happen to like, you're thinking about something and then you just look up and a car drives past you and nine six is on the license plate. Why did you look up? Why did you happen to see it? Like it's it's one of those things. And again, you know, it's 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 hearing a song on the radio. It, it, it's thinking, it, it, this is where it gets into the bigger aspect of the idea of it being very nonlinear. It's, it's thinking about your friend and them calling and stuff like that. So synchronicity very much ties in with like our natural psychic abilities, which psychic abilities just kind of refers to the idea that everything is connected type thing. Um, but yeah, I, I think that's all I'll, I'll say on that point. So Marilyn, I'll, I'll pass it back to you if you want to talk more about synchronicity or anything else no that is that is fantastic that's brilliant i love it and i just looked up number 96 in terms of angel numbers and it says with respect to your divine life purpose put all of your focus onto the spiritual aspects such as helping others and asking heaven for support and coming from a place of love so i'd say that sounds kind of perfect <laughs> and you know awesome. one other question that i did have is um in terms of connection, I did a video about this last week because for me, I, I know that I feel that you can get connection both in person and online. So from your experience of building communities, both being out and giving people free hugs and running the meetup groups, would you say that your experience, you can also build a sense of community and connection online? I'll say up front that I think you can. And I've got some wonderful groups on Facebook and it's just like being in the living room. But what's your experience been having run your groups? Have you seen that people can create a genuine connection online? Totally, totally. We, I mean, again, you know, I think um, I think it's really cool that that even 
Paul creating this podcast was, as he says and explains, was was in many ways exp- inspired by uh, Paul and I and other people doing broadcasts years prior to this, uh, going back to 2011 and 2012. And so, um, yeah, it's definitely, uh, it's definitely, you know, especially with where we're moving into uh, in terms of the future of technology, eventually it's going to become virtual virtual reality meetups. And we're getting closer and closer to this idea that technology uh, is, is beginning to, to obviously uh, reflect what it is as a spiritual reflection, um, which uh, I'll just kind of explain, you know, everything that we see in technology everything that we see in technology is actually a reflection of the spiritual realm. And so, you know, like a camera is an eyeball, uh, uh, an antenna is a hair, the internet is a collective hive mind, is, is the dream space, you know, like videos are memories. And, and so now we're kind of getting into this, this idea of, of being able to have VR meetings. And it's very much like kind of like meeting on the astral plane type thing. And, and we're kind of like, the, the, the more we expand, the, the, we're expanding inwards at the same time when the technology we're creating is, is this, this like hyper-conscious creation of, of, of our like natural like spiritual abilities and everything like that. But even just as an example, um, not just from like from my own direct experience, but from from what other people have shared, um, I just want to give a, a, again a shout out directly to Buffy, who is actually tuned into this, and, and and they're in the live chat right now. But they were just literally saying, you know, like thank you, Brendan, for what you're doing because through Paradigm Shift, I've been able to connect with some very important people within my life and so like that's kind of the beautiful thing is that you know like i can create this space as a facilitator which again i I invite other people to do through physical communities or digital communities and then through there like other people connect and other people are meeting and other people are developing friendships and other people uh you know it goes back to this idea of this really being like this like soul family reunion and it's happening on the digital plane and i think the more we we sort of realize this the more we can foster this and the more that we can accelerate this so um yeah within the paradigm shift central community you know like that's where getting into the routines of our broadcast and inviting people in uh is a very powerful thing especially again you know for the people who might feel like they're by themselves in their community and now suddenly they have a community because within this spiritual path the community aspect i feel like is like so so important and so like just kind of wrapping around uh, what you're asking marilyn like this bigger journey that we're on this bigger mission is very 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 simple and, and and one of the core things that it boils down to if you were to have like a single objective would be to build community because once you build community, everything else naturally comes out of that. So, I mean, you know, like it's 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 one of those things like if, if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together type thing. And, and at this point, we're going far. And that's where like with Paradigm Shift, it's been it's been a very like I don't want to use the term slow. Like it, it, that's not really the best way to describe it. But it's been a very patient process of building this. And one thing that's been very interesting to me and I had to meditate on this is that, you know, I've been putting in a lot of energy to this and, and some of the videos, like even like the full length movies I've done, the journey to lucidity movies, which people can check out on my YouTube if they're not familiar with those. Um, you know, some of the videos I've done have gone viral ish, you know, like over, you know, like 50,000 people or a hundred thousand people, which is still beautiful. That's still a lot, but in terms of like the community network compared to some other Facebook pages, you know, like our, our Facebook page is about like 18,000, which on Facebook points, you know, I don't even think of those as likes. I think of those just as points. It's very arbitrary. But again, you know, um, I, I've been 
I had to reflect on the idea because there was one point where I was just like, oh, like I wish Paradigm Shift would go super, super viral. I want to have an audience of millions and millions of people. But then I was, but then it took me a while and I was like, wait, like not yet, not yet. Like we are not there yet because once you go there, you can't go back. And like, that's like kind of like the scary thing because I kind of put up a post about this the other day. Like I'm more interested in building a conscious team of a hundred people who I do know opposed to a hundred thousand people who I can't properly manage and who I'll never have the chance to fully connect to one-to-one, you know, like I'm more interested in that heart-to-heart, eye-to-eye, mind-to-mind connection that we can create through those simple community building. And so like within the Paradigm Shift Central Project, it's a, it's really cool because through the digital interactions that we're having, we're creating this ongoing narrative where we're inviting people to be a part of the story. So when people come into the hangouts through the team building circles, they introduce themselves, they share a little bit about what they're up to, and then the broadcast will end and then they'll come back next week or maybe they'll come back a month later and they'll update us. They'll share what else has happened. And so it's really interesting when you think about the idea of, of from the audience perspective of someone listening to this, they'll listen to it and, and they'll hear the story and then they'll hear the story continued a month later and be like, oh, like, I remember that person. Oh, that's cool. Like, they actually did what they were talking about. Oh, that's cool. They're building that thing that they said they were going to do. They're creating that art that they said they're going to do. So, again, it, it creates this really inspirational story that is also inviting people to be a part of it. And, and I'll just say this because what I find um, really in some ways unique with Paradigm Shift is that there, there's different degrees as to which people can be involved with the project. There's, there's of course, like the audience side where again, you know, like that's where the, that's the biggest circle. That's the biggest circle. That's where people are just kind of watching and they're watching a video. Maybe they'll comment. And then you kind of get closer to the, these middle circles. And then as you get closer, you get people who are like choosing to engage in the live chat. And then you get people who are choosing to engage in the media creation. And then you get people who are choosing to to show up every week for the community online hangouts. And then you get people who are building the physical paradigm shift communities where they are as admins. So it's kind of cool because again, you know, like I think it's something where as I continue to put it out through social media tactics, it's this process where I really trust that the right people will show up at the right time. I'll keep putting it out halfway, but it's not my mission to try and like exert all of my energy and trying to get everyone to tune in sort of thing. Like I, at this point, I'd rather just kind of like keep it very like unfolding naturally, just like, you know, just let the tree grow as it may. And and it's been very successful. And, and I've been honored to be able to connect with the people who I've connected with because they in turn continue to inspire me, especially when they share with me how the project has influenced or impacted made a difference in their life and again it's not necessarily just from what i'm doing but it's because of the space that's allowed them to connect with others and to again connect with this bigger narrative and i feel um i'll just say this is that that's like what is really powerful and that's one of the things that i feel with what i'm carrying i feel is very powerful is this bigger narrative going back to the idea of light guardianship and and this global team of light guardians you know instead of just being like we're trying to change the world. Yay. Like, that's awesome. That's great. That's where it starts. But it's just like, we're trying to change the world because like, we are literally like this like soul team who has come from across the galaxy and who has experienced these past lifetimes and who's come with a very specific purpose. And, and also like this, this, this embodiment and this energy and this narrative that we invite other people to be a part of. So it's like, going back to the gamification, it's one thing to invite people to be like, Hey, want to help change the world? Like, that's a great question. 
that I think everyone should be asked at some point in their life, because I think everyone will say yes in their own way. But then it's just like, okay, sweet, let's do that as Jedi, as light guardian. So you wake up every morning and your momentum is actually fueled by the collective team momentum, which again is what Paradigm Shift is continuing to evolve into. And especially as a media production company, now through the website, since the recent upgrades in the website, <clears throat> what we're getting into the habit of doing is using the website almost as like a digital office space where people can come onto the website and we sit around it like a digital virtual desk and we work on things. We have teams, we, we focus on tasks and we focus on projects. Well, at the same time, again, also just being a space for people to just like, bring whatever they feel they need to bring and also just be a casual communication space because i think a, a big part of the project is simply allowing people to practice communicating because that's the thing like a lot of people they just they they don't have that where they are yet you know so by practicing communicating by practicing being part of a community really just focusing on practice naturally they begin to evolve into the leader that is already within them and so i'll just say this um, to end it on this point, but yeah, a big part within the Paradigm Shift Central project is is the 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 um, axiom of captains amongst captains, leaders amongst leaders. So so that's what I see my role as. Like I am a captain amongst captains within Paradigm Shift Central. I am the director of the project, but amongst many other people who are directing in their own way as well. So. Um, yeah, the online digital interactions are, are super important. And I think they are more important now than, than ever as the technology continues to become more accessible, available, and advanced. So thank you for asking. <laughs> Indeed. Right. Okay. Um, surprise, believe it or not, we've actually done an hour already. So for the podcast world, we're just going to wrap up this hour. Um, so we, we can keep going uh, for a bit, Paul, if, if you guys want to keep going. Okay. Yep. Yeah. We'll wrap up this part one and then we'll create part two. So, so for the podcast world, um, I hope you enjoyed the show. Uh, we're going to cut it dead. So, because I know, uh, uh, Skull's only going to be here for a little bit longer, so we're going to cut it dead. So I really, really, really suggest you go and listen to part two and we'll continue this story on. So well, take care. Paul, do you, do you want to keep going? Because, I mean, you know, if you want to keep going. Yeah, yeah. No, no we all keep going. Don't, I'll, I'll tell you in a minute, Skull. Don't worry. Okay, because I just don't know if we're, like, so, ending it because I care. said it would be an hour. So, because if we want to keep going, yeah. I'm, I'm okay. But you're in charge. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Right. So, take care, guys. See you later. Look forward to part two. Bye for now. Love, Chin Chin, from the co-hosts, from, from uh, Skull, and from the way of Conscious Mindfulness. Market, Chris. Right, I should have said this beforehand. <laughs> My bad. We do two. We do two parts. We do a part one. Gotcha. Well, at one stage, we got guests. Um, we got fans saying they they love the show, but it's it's uh, quite long to listen to. So if it was actually in two parts, two sixty-minute parts, um, it actually they would find it better. So that's what we now do. We okay. whether the guests can stay for one or two, we always do a part one and we do a part two. So it, gotcha. it, it's 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 uh yeah, it's just me being. Uh, I know the paradigm shift. What these guys don't know, if you come onto a paradigm shift show, you'll be lucky if it finishes in three hours. It, it normally goes on for five six hours. Sometimes. I'm not joking you. And they and they start at two o'clock in the morning our time. 
So, well, it'll be three o'clock in the morning for Robbie. Um, so, yeah. So, so imagine that. All my days off, when I get a day off, I, I, I go to one of them. And when it finishes, you know, it finishes six hours later, it's like, oh, well, there's no point going to bed now. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, they are quite fun, to say the least. Right, okay. So, mark it up, Chris. We'll start this one off. We'll start part two in five, four. Let go and go with the chi flow. Hi, and welcome to the way of conscious mindfulness and more importantly, the way of Skull Babylon Paradigm Shift, part two. So part one, if you haven't seen it yet, what are you doing, you fool? Go and go back to part one and listen to it right now. That's an order. Part one was very, very cool. It was about mystic skull and being the mystic spider-man it was about paradigm shift central itself it is about spirituality and about synchronicity there was lots of interesting stuff lots of stuff we crammed into an hour somehow so we have another co-host has joined us uh, on this epic journey so i'd like to just very quickly welcome the co-hosts again so we have chris welcome back to the show Ah, thank you. Hello. <laughs> we have Marilyn. Hello. Thank you for the invitation. Glad to be here. Ah, oh, always glad to have you. Ah, uh, we have the mighty Robino. Hey, hey, hey! It's the media. Okay, the new. Hey, um, actually, I say Marilyn. I should actually say Agent Thirty Five. Uh, but um, <laughs> that made a laugh. And then we have the mighty Savoy, which I haven't still got a nickname for you yet. I will figure out a nickname. No, Good evening, Savoy. How are you doing? <laughs> How are you doing? I'm doing good. Everything all cool? Huh? It's all well. It's all good in the hood, except for not wearing one. Right. So right. Let's, um, oh, he's, oh no, there he is. So we'll go back to, so guys, have you got a question for, um, uh, for uh, Brendan? So anybody? Aloha. Aloha. Yeah, I have got a question. It was about the, um, the badges. So you're wearing that wonderful badge. Well, you're mm. in Canada. Where would people in the UK obtain those? Or do you have to be local to you to get one? Well, Paul has a couple left, so, <laughs> so you could either get them from him. Um, but yeah, the, uh, the, the again, you know, like, aloha, welcome everyone. Thank you for, for being tuned into this. And, you know, we're talking about ParadigmShiftCentral.com, a real world interactive game to help shift consciousness. Um, within the context of the game, the, the badges are, are not only like valuable real world quest items, they're, they're like part of the gamification, you know, like, that's how you that's one of the ways that you can play the game by like using these badges and, and, and using them as tools to help interact with people. How you get them is actually uh, through our team Patreon. So for those of you who aren't familiar, I know Paul has a Patreon as well. More and more people are starting to develop Patreons. Patreon is a website where people can support artists for, for what they are creating through monthly donations. And so what we've actually done through uh, the creation of, of, our, of our Patreon is we actually uh, supply people with the shift buttons when they sign up for the Patreon. <clears throat> 
And this is like a really important model that I just want to share with you guys, because I feel that the model that we use is actually something that can be replicated by anyone through through what they're doing, because it's been very successful. And it's essentially allowed myself to continue to dedicate my full time efforts to working on Paradigm Shift. You know, back when I started this years and years ago, it was continuously just like me, like putting in like all these hours and everything and then like struggling to ask for donations. And it, it was just something it, it wasn't fully flowing. Um, once I discovered Patreon, I was like, okay, like this is going to work. There's, there's something to this, but it took me a while to figure out the format. Uh, and the format that we use uh, is basically when people sign up for a monthly micro donation of an asking amount of just three to $5, then we send them what we refer to as a shifter booster kit. So the shifter booster kit contains a bunch of, a bunch of free hug signs and a bunch of shift buttons, uh, plus some like other jewelry and massage tools that we make with crystals. And then, so when people get these kits, they're meant to be able to use these kits to help accelerate the shift in their local community. And so to answer your question, Marilyn, the, the easiest way for people to not only support the project, but to also get the shift buttons is by supporting the, the project through the Patreon. And, and that is at patreon.com forward slash Brendan Culleton. And I'm sure it's also in the show notes uh, for, for this as well. But yeah, that, that idea that, you know, the, the kit that we send out to people is, is, it's worth about like $70, 70 like Canadian dollars and stuff. But it's, it's, it's something again, you know, this model took me a while to kind of figure out, but it's very powerful because again, you know, like we're investing uh, not just in the resources of what it takes to create this kit, but the time essentially, you know, like I, 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 I buy all the pieces for the buttons. And then essentially from there, it's really just about transmutating time into resources and that's you know through the production of the buttons through the making of the signs through the packaging and stuff but through doing that it's also creating a a relationship between ourselves and the patreon supporters and and it's something that is intended to to last longer term so at this point our patreon is is very successful and and i think a beautiful working model of what i would like to see other people doing within their patreon so that they can continue to become supported through the project that they are doing to help assist with the shift in consciousness. And so right now our Patreon uh, is floating at about $740 a month, which is enough for me to be able to support myself and to continue to invest back into the community. Um, And I'll just say this onto the Patreon, because again, you know, just for those of you uh, interested in the concept, within the Patreon of what we're building, what's really cool is that as we continue to build it over the years, part of the, the vision is that once we start getting up to say like 2000 or 3000 a month, which is totally possible as long as we're doing it in small little steps with consistency, eventually what we're going to be able to do is not only continue to supply a surplus of free shift buttons for people within the community but also to be able to help directly support financially people who are contributing to the paradigm shift central project so as i mentioned before paradigm shift central has evolved to the point where it can be thought of as a media production company and so within that media production company within there that there's a core team and within the core team you know say there are people who are are making media content and videos and articles and and eventually it's going to get into the point where they'll be able to submit their hours and we'll be able to compensate them both financially or with shift button tokens we're still kind of like figuring it out but that is really my goal is, is to like okay like i've i've been able to sustain myself in doing this now let's continue to like overflow this this love so that we can continue to to bring other people on and and allow other people to continue to support themselves through the art that they are creating so um yeah huge shout out to everyone with the page who's already 
on Patreon supporting Paradigm Shift Central. And, and again, you know, if anybody wants to shift buttons, that's that's the quickest way to, to get them. But if people do just want to order them like without signing up for Patreon, uh, that is possible. But again, I, I'll just say this because like the reason why we do it in this model is also because there's going to be some people who are going to connect with this project and they're going to be really enticed by it. They're going to be really excited and they're going to be like, oh, I want to get involved. I'd love to get some shift buttons. And because of the Patreon, you know, they can literally sign up for like $3. And, and, and I think, you know, realistically, $3 is, is a very like feasible amount for a lot of people. So instead of being like, I want to get some shift buttons, but I don't have $50 to spend. Instead, you know, this creates it so that more people can get shift buttons regardless of their financial situation, which is really the entire purpose, right? Like our purpose is not to like make a bunch of money. It's to be able to sustain the project while supporting the community and getting people shift buttons as much as we can. And that's why like as a project evolves, like I want to just be able to create like pretty much like an endless supply of shift buttons as we continue to like get these things out there. And, and there's already like tens of thousands of them throughout the world, which again, have been like handmade by me over the years. And you know, there, there's a bunch of them in, in the UK, it's Paul's representing. So, so yeah, that answers your question, Marilyn. So. He's still got the original envelope that it came in. Wow. <laughs> That's awesome. Cool. I'm, ha I'm hardcore, man. I'm, ha I'm hardcore, you know, keep, hardcore. keep, keep the evidence there. I like your ethos. I like the way. I like the way that this is about the mission. It's about the. It's about what you want to do to change everything, and that that really messes with the paradigm because the paradigm is so money oriented on the on the globe. That's the reason that we're in the mess that we're in. Really, is because of money. When when you re, when you reverse it because of your 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 heart. Because when you reverse it because of your, your great ethos, then it will keep continuing. It will keep continuing. It's going to be successful. It's happening. It's already happening. Do you know what I mean? So it's just about keeping it going and getting a higher profile for it as well. And the more that you do that, you will. It, it will keep going. And it has a raw feeling about it is what's good about it as well. You know, the fact that it's not like corporate, the fact that it is you doing it with your hands, with your love, with your, you know, your essence is in every different part of it. It, it, it. You get, when you get that pack, you'll get a part of you, which is what's, that's what's really good about it as well, you know, so, yeah. It, it, it is, it is, it is made with love. It is, yeah. you know, made with, uh, like I say, I mean, I sort of said it uh, like earlier. I mean, I've known like, or at least like, you know, from like uh, the, the original radio shows, uh, when he first uh, started off, you know, I've seen the background. I know how much passion, um, how much effort this guy has put in. Uh, and this man, you know, everything that happens, he deserves. But the whole point is, he's not doing it to be a billionaire. He's doing it to help others. He's doing it to shift this shift this planet, to hack the matrix, to, to, to awake the force within. You know, that's the whole point. You know, old Misty Spider-Man over there, you know, he, he, he's doing it to to create that interactive web to wake things up and it's so and important it's so important because it's, it's when you shift away from money when you shift away to to worth what is something worth because there are many millionaires and billionaires that are so miserable because they don't have that community they don't have that heart they don't have that you know there's a lot of places where there is such a even here, even where I am in the Costa del Sol, the, the different communities, um, where at one point we were in a, a place and it was really posh villas and 
poor people, you know, and the, the, the bridge between poor and, and, and rich is a massive gap. And, the, and it's not that they're any different, just their circumstances, but it creates such a, a, a division, you know, and in, in, in the, the thought and the atmosphere and where you actually are. And along here, it's more community-based. It's more, you know, people will be help each other more. And when we get that to a global stage, where it's not about the money, it's about the love, it's about the connection, it's about you are a billionaire when you've got that connection, you are a billionaire, you are a millionaire when you've got the because that's that that is real wealth. Real wealth is connection, real wealth is love, real wealth is a free hug. Yeah. Totally. And and I think um again, just kind of on the terms of like, you know, like new models for supporting conscious community, I feel, you know, what <clears throat> what any conscious community uh, should focus on, you know, you hear sort of this idea of like sustainability and sustainable community. I think I think the key word that we're actually looking for is regenerative. Um, that's actually like what we really want. So again, you know, through the Patreon, like it, it's a very regenerative model like we're putting out and we're getting in we're putting out and we're getting in it's the toroidal field like through a model um that in many ways like i like to think of as sacred commerce and and this was again you know something that i had to kind of go through my own relationship with because there was a while where like it was it was very like challenging to be able to like ponder how i was going to be able to continue doing this like as like a full-time commitment while still being able to afford my rent and stuff like that but again you know once i sort of figured out the patreon and and the key thing with the patreon that really shifted it for me was the idea of of, of focusing on, on asking myself like how can i give you know rather than just creating the patreon to say like how can i create a model so i can get 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 no it's like let's create a model so that i can give 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 and then the getting process is what comes out of that, especially when it develops this relationship with the with the community and they understand that and they see that and they're just like, okay, like I see, I see what Brendan's doing. Like he's building something so that he can continue to support others in the community as well. And and again, you know, that's a big part within the community is that within the idea of it being a, a media production company, yes, we are focusing on creating conscious media through through people in the project by like collaborating on videos and stuff together, but we're also helping curate people's content and we're giving them a platform so that their voice can be heard which i think is a very powerful thing because there's a lot of creators um and, and i think it's really uh really cool that uh, savoy is in here as well because i've seen a lot of his work and he's like someone who's caught my attention and, and i want to be able to sync up with like being able to share more more of what he's doing as well as an example of many many other people because you know there's a lot of people and they're creating great content they have a lot to offer and they'll be putting it on facebook and it might like be seen by you know like it might get like 500 facebook points right like again i don't refer to them as views they're not views they're just facebook points um which is still good right but then it kind of like like maybe it might just disappear into the facebook of this and and, and it's unfortunate right because people are putting in this hard work so what i'm helping create a model on is, is is being able to create a platform where people's voices can be heard where people's content can be curated so you know through the evolution of the facebook page what we're getting more into the habit of is you know someone will create a video and part of my job again within the director part amongst others within the team who are helping out with the social media tactics is to like take someone's video from youtube upload it to facebook and then manually share it through different groups and then assist in that and as an example there's um, a friend of ours parker and he recently connected with a project he made a super awesome video about alan watts where he took like this audio track of alan watts that he edited created some really great visuals and you know it was sitting there on youtube with about 400 views right and i'm just like man like this is a really good video let's do something with it right and then so we did our thing we worked our magic through facebook and now like the video like went viral enough to the point where it's almost at 40,000 
Facebook points on, on, on Facebook, which again, you know, is awesome. And that's, and that's connecting people back to his work as well. Cause we always link like the YouTube channels back into the community and stuff. So within the paradigm to central project as a media production company, we're really getting into the habit of practicing, creating, practicing, creating, knowing that we have a platform. And that's where with the quest journals, the quest journals are a big part of the project because they're just a place where people can practice sharing the shift in consciousness from their perspective. And, and sometimes, you know, people might not be inspired to do this if they didn't necessarily have the platform to do it. They might like write on their Facebook page every now and then, or they might write in their journal. But now when we collectively have this, this platform where people are seeing other people creating and sharing and creating quest journals and not just creating, not just creating quantity, but focusing on quality as well is, is a big part of this. So again, part of my job is to like, when someone might create their first quest journal, like I'll, I'll take the time and I'll look at it with them and I'll give them some, uh, some advice on how they might be able to tweak it or how they can refine it or some suggestions on how they can assist and in, in, in how we can help it get out there further. Cause again, you know, from my own personal background and, and professional uh, work within the media industry, like that's what I'm bringing into what it is that we're doing here is, is helping curate and helping assist and helping uh, in, in a lot of ways, building a global team of journalists for the shift in consciousness. <clears throat> and essentially what Paradigm Shift Central is, is also an archive for the shift in consciousness where in a lot of ways, you know, someone could find this website in a couple of years from now and they're going to find stuff on it that people made from years ago that is still going to be new, which is, which is really cool. And I'll just kind of, I just want to kind of show you guys um, something real quick, actually, because it's just kind of like, uh, really like hits home, like what I'm kind of talking about in terms of the website and, and, and I'll pass it off in a second. Um, I'm just going to do a quick screen share uh, real quick right here. Um, mm, 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 mm. Here we go. So uh, what's really cool is that within, so this is the Paradigm Shift Central website. This is actually just like on a page um, where this is actually like an old entry from a year ago of the first interview that me and Paul did <laughs> here that people can find. Um, I'm not going to show too much on the website, but what's really cool is that like we do have like a lot of things like these like buttons that that are, are, are within the website that I designed into it to, rep to, rec to reflect a very video game uh, video game esque interface, which is really cool. And you can see like where people have logged in from and you have the team map here and you can see like the team map of like where there are different shifters from across the world and if you click on profiles it will like show up with their information and their profile link as well as their their primary elements their archetype patterns their passions their skills their gifts and people can use this to like find other shifters uh where they are as well as paradigm shift communities but what i just want to hit hit home with this is that um, up at the top, we have these buttons here. And uh, in addition to the new videos, which is like really cool because it just kind of like loads up a playlist within this window. And, and you'll actually see uh, in a second once it loads, like the actual um, like feed for this broadcast, like there's the broadcast that we are doing right now. Um, but what's really cool is that I've created an aspect of the website called Paradigm Shift Central TV. And so Paradigm Shift Central TV, when you open it, what it actually does is that it loads a video from uh, the collective archive using a synchronistic or a quote unquote random algorithm. So every time you click the paradigm to central TV button and you open it, it's going to load up a random video. So there, there, example, there's a video from our friend Alexia who is in Sweden 
you know and and this video like i know this video is from last year right but like the synchronicity because of the way how the technology is created within this website every time that we do this someone can come onto this website and they can use this as an example to like find content so like suddenly everything old becomes new again and we're creating this archive where people can jump onto this website and suddenly they're like finding this huge assortment of awesome inspirational media and so here's an example here's another video from a friend of mine abby and it's about an animal rights protest so that's like a very powerful video right so people can just literally click that and i'll just i'll just do one more because it's, it's kind of fun it's like drawing tarot card every time you do it and look who it is how did i know <laughs> Pavani. that's like that's one of the interviews that you guys did i think that's the one with like kirk or something um i could probably click on it and find out real quick but yeah so again you know like i think uh that's hilarious yeah that's that was the one you did with kirk so that was from not too long ago so very cool um so anyways i'll just stop the screen share there just but again i just oops <laughs> for you guys just on their own and, and through there you can see like the ongoing uh broadcast that we got coming up but again creating a, a a collective digital platform for people to be able to share their voice and for people to share their art like that's a very powerful thing and and i think it's even like more powerful than what we may even realize because once someone feels that they're creating art not just for themselves but for like a bigger purpose like that, that is powerful. And, and that continues to inspire people. So through me being a YouTuber over the year, my objective is to help create like a global team of conscious media creators. Cause I feel that by creating art, art is like our weapon art is like, you know, it's like our lightsaber in a lot of ways. And, and it's how we weave these ideas into the web, the spider web in, in that sense. So, um, yeah, I'll, I'll just end on, on, on that point for now, but, but yeah, if anybody wants to get involved with the website, all you gotta do is create a profile, sign up, get involved, jump in the live chat and uh, go from there. So, yeah. Yeah. I'll, I've, I've got one. Really good, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure they have. <laughs> I definitely have a look. It's really exciting. Eh? Really good way for, for people to interact and, and yeah, mm. fantastic. Yeah, excellent. Thanks, Roy. Okay. Yeah, it, Thank it, you. It's, it's another well, it's, it's another great system. It's you know, the, the whole point of the, you know, those interactions and, and like I said, it's you've only got to listen to to uh, Brendan. It, like and it's in some ways it's like listening to me you can hear that passion you know we, we've talked before robbie's talked before about you know the passion coming out of me and you know you say i talk at 900 miles a minute so does so does brendan so but you know there's a lot of because there's so much passion there you know there's so much energy effort there but it's all about this interconnection it's all about because this is this right now we've really important and it's it's actually the real fun time because things are starting to even build up even more you know you you talked about when you know one you know one had you know one of the videos only had 40 views and just through the interaction of other people through 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 paradigm shift you know the whole idea it's it's exploded out and that's awesome you know that's what it's all about you know building a true for many years they were saying about you know that, that the internet will be the global community and that's what we've got that's what you're building that's what you're creating and hopefully you know we'll, 
um, the way of conscious mindfulness will be a sister to that. You know, it's the whole idea of it's another way, it's another flavor, it's another style, all building up and, and having all these people in, in, interact. I mean, you know, I just think of, you know, we did the year anniversary, but what we've done in a year, what the people, you know, none of none of you guys I would have ever met if it wasn't for the show. And if it wasn't for the people who said, oh, um, I think it was, I think it was Janine, is it Janine Brockway, you know, Marilyn? Is Janine Brockway, I'm trying to think how I felt. Oh, no, it was Anne Josh. Anne Josh for you, it was Janine Brock Brockway who introduced yeah, For me, it was Anne definitely Josh. Anne Josh is the one who put me in touch with you. Um, yeah. It, it has been a fabulous connection, definitely. And you're right, we, we, you know, our paths might have crossed in some way, shape or form, but that just accelerated it, which I think is amazing. And another, for me, one of those fortuitous kind of synchronicity meetings. Yeah, and, and 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 it's it's well, it's just so cool. This you know, this you know, if life is meant to be fun, if life is meant to be, um, you know, you exploring, growing. I mean, how cool is this? You know, all you know, we all have our different skills, we all have our different styles, and the fact that we can come together, our loves, share our passions, and then spread it out more, and and, and you know help each other and 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 watch it all grow it, it's such an awesome thing it is such an awesome thing and like like I say is you know i blame skull you know is is that he was an inspiration for me uh not long ago and um you know i've i've been you know i've seen close to the beginning i've seen you know there and i've seen the things and it's like you know like, like for you like um as you said the the patron you know i'm still figuring mine out and you know learning actually funny enough learning from yours as well and seeing how you've what you've done with yours and yeah for people um patreon have a look at it if you're interested in it's it's originally for podcasters it's originally for you youtubers here is to is to get your hardcore fans to 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 um help um help you but what skull does what i is actually using in a way of it provides a service is that i'm you know as as like skull said how can i not how can people help me it's about how i can help other people so the way i'm building mine is it's like an online mystery school. The idea is that, you know, I've got Darius Life Coaching, I've got Five Element Cooking, I've got um, several different uh, um, Reikis and Shin Chi Shens, energy systems. I can teach you Qigong. And the whole idea is this interactiveness that I can slowly build up these different things. Now what's, what, you know, what are you interested in? And we can learn it through the mystery school, which is, the patreon see for boggy and build it up over a period of time and it's like a it's it's sort of like a facebook group level you know is originally i was trying to set up this website myself and i'm not a tech-minded person i was trying to create this website and it didn't work out and somebody else was almost got it sorted for me but it's, it needed constant uh running and eventually fell apart and uh, then about year late you know year ago i found patreon and 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 that you know that's built started to be building up since then so yeah patrons are good you know if you're interested if you're interested in the stuff that um 
go and see he's got, i've already put the link for his patreon it's on there uh i've put the link for ours i'm creating a a patreon level for the for the show to help build up the show and you'll get we've always already had this talk me and skull um he's going to do the way of consciousness batches that's my oven i'm baking some bread in my uh so you know a bit multitasking here today so uh being a so but anyway so he's going to create the batches and we'll have this thing of similar not the same but similar to to um you had you can get a badge for the show and and whatnot and enough about the old show so guys we've got another question for skull while he's here this opportunity to talk to this very interesting <laughs> fellow yeah very interesting I, I love your passion i love the way that you're you're moving everything forward and i think Thanks, it's a very interesting point where you're saying about you're you're concentrating on the core group of people that are ready because it's only even in the last five years, we talk about 2012 and, you know, and the transition of consciousness and everybody thinking it was the end of the world. And the way that my guides put it is it's like it was the, the, um, the taking off of the quarantine on humanity. Like as if the, you know, our consciousness is now ready to start flowering and we can actually, we can have free hugs. We cannot, you can't imagine doing like in the 80s when i was when i was brought up in the 70s and 80s you can't imagine somebody standing at a street corner saying do you want to have a free hug do you know what i mean the the atmosphere the psychic energy that was there the barriers were not broken down enough to be able to do that you know so we have evolved even from that 30 40 year perspective we have evolved to, to a great degree and now like you say if you concentrate on the core amount of people who are ready to break down their ego to be able to do these things, you know, to put themselves out there and talk about esoteric subjects because before it, is, it has been, like you're talking about being an elf in a different life and, you know, all of these different, even being a Jedi, different, you know, um, dimensions and different different lifetimes and, and you know, that we know that there's a singularity, there is no time really, but even saying that as a concept, you would have been thrown in a nut house like 30 years ago. Do you know what I mean? To be able to discuss this and to be able to have a narrative about this or to just to be able to, uh, you know, spread these ideas or see where other people are, are thinking these things but are not expressing these things, I think that's perfect. And I think, you're, I think you're onto something here about the core group of people who are ready to shine, if you like, you know, ready to shine their light, ready to open up their voice. You know, and I think that's really, really powerful. And I wanted to say that at the time. So um, you were you were talking about. I think it's very, very important recognizing that we're not we're not here to change the world. Really, we're just here to be who we really are. And as we are really being who we really are, we do create, we expand, and all of these things expand. And it will just naturally change the world as there's a knock-on effect for it. You know, and I think paradigm shift is indicative of that. You know. So exciting, yeah, really exciting. So I just wanted to say that, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Robbie. Awesome. Your, your voice is ready to be heard, you know, and it's it's happening, yeah. So yeah, yeah. Less of a question, more of a statement. <laughs> I appreciate it. Thank you. <laughs> Sorry, anybody else? Because I just I can I can keep talking, you know. But <laughs> we have a question for Brendan. Yeah? Yes, there's any questions, well, otherwise I'll just keep babbling on. Um, in terms yeah, okay. of creating community, and I know that from creating my own communities, there are a ton of dynamics. 
However, one of the thing I'm in, one of the things from your perspective, if you were to say if there are a couple of keys to creating a powerful community, creating a community that supports each other, um, creating a community that is cohesive and comes together, from your experience thus far, what would you say some of those keys to creating a community might be? That's a that's a wonderful question, and um, yeah, I think it's it's a great question to be able to to answer. Um, <clears throat> so, I mean, be it digital or physical community, uh, I think these these the, both of these apply. And so, I'm trying to think of the best way to start at. So, um, one of the things, in no particular order, uh, one of the most powerful things is routine. Uh, you know, like we're we're getting into the point where like. Facebook is is great, but it's not the most reliable tool when you need to like notify people on the fly or you're trying to like get something out or you're like, we're going live. And then Facebook is just like, that's nice, but we're not going to tell anyone, you know, it's just like, oh, come on, guys. Um, routine. Routine is the answer to that. When you create a schedule, when you create a routine, suddenly you're activating people's internal notifications, right? They know that every Thursday at 8 p.m. GST, they can show up for the way of mindful podcasts or, you know, anything else that's going on with paradigm shift. So routine and consistency is very important because I found that when I was starting the paradigm shift community back in my club, back, back to the club in my college, you know, it was one of those ideas that like, if I just did it once, like that would have been cool. But the fact that I did it more times over and over and over again, created the opportunity for people who might've seen the advertisements for it, seen the posters up in my school and would have been like, Oh, that looks really interesting, but I'm busy this week. So I can't go. And then they're like, I really hope it happens again. Right? So then like the consistency of it continues to allow people to, to come in. Um, the next thing would just be accessibility, really making it, it open. Um, especially when, when, if your objective is to create a spiritual community, it, it can be effective to create a new niche uh to, to to narrow towards a niche audience say you know like making a community specifically about energy healing or maybe making it um about like communicating with spirits or something like that i think that's cool uh what i found has been effective with paradigm shift is to really make sure that it is open enough that it is not going to indirectly ostracize anyone so that's why like within the paradigm shift communities what I encourage people to do is really just promote them as open-minded discussion and meditation groups. The objective of the Paradigm Shift Project as a whole, going back to years ago, is about encouraging open-mindedness, healthy living, and the evolution of consciousness. That's a very broad statement, but that broad statement allows anything to fit underneath it. So instead of like, you know, creating the paradigm shift meetup and and then like, you know, in brackets, having it called like the super spirituality best friends club or something like that, right? Some people are going to be like, eh, I don't know about that, right? Like that's kind of, I don't know, right? But if you're just like open-minded discussion meditations, it allows people to come in again, kind of the idea of understanding that like it's a nexus, yet people are going to be coming into that nexus through many different gates. And you want to be able to keep these gates open as much as you choose, as much as it works for you. And so, you know, someone might come in because they want to talk about politics. Another person might be coming in because they might want to talk about social justice. Another person's coming in because they want to talk about UFOs. Having it as open-minded discussion meditation allows all of those people to come into the same place at the same time. Um, and then through that people can naturally just sort of like begin to uh, like listen and practice sharing and, and communicating. Um, which brings me to the next thing. 
uh, really focusing on the idea of practice. I think uh, practice as well as playfulness are, are very important. You know, you want to create an environment that is going to be fun for people. And it's going to it's going to be a place where they know that this is like a place of like non judgment. This is a place where we're really literally just practicing. We're practicing talking about the things that we don't always get a chance to talk to. And there's always going to be next week and another chance and stuff. And so, um, yeah, having that idea of being it explained as practice is, is very powerful. And again, that's what within the paradigm shift communities, that's what we do. You know, there's people who are coming out to the, the physical meetups who maybe have never had a conversation like this out loud before. Right. So it's a chance for them to not only practice talking, but also to practice listening. So that's a key thing is to like as a facilitator to sort of like reiterate this to, to your community members is that this is just practice and we're just here to have fun. Let's have fun with it. Let's, you know, be lighthearted about it. And so, um, yeah, and then uh, within there, I, I would say like, just kind of like checking in with yourself as a facilitator, you know, like what, what are your objectives? Um, one thing that we're actually gonna be bringing into the paradigm shift meeting tonight is, is kind of this idea of like, asking yourself why you're doing something, and then kind of creating this, 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 this thought process of um, uh, making a statement and then adding so that dot 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 onto the end of it. So for example, we're creating a community so that dot 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 people can connect so that dot 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 people can begin to understand more about themselves so that dot 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 people can be inspired to go out and help change so that dot 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 people can help creating change within their physical community you know it sees and it just kind of keeps going and going and going so kind of reflect on what are your so that's uh, what is your, your your sort of like your micro objectives and your macro objectives? So I think it's kind of good to kind of be like, what do I want to accomplish within this one meeting? But then what do I want to accomplish in, in, in several meetings from now? What is the objective? Right. And so like that's where you're kind of um, through everything that we've just mentioned. It creates a space for people to create that that like routine where they can really develop the the personal connections. And, and I think that's where as a community, it's very powerful, uh, especially to have a facilitator such as yourself, Marilyn, or anyone else who has a face and who is accessible and who is someone that people can talk to. There's a lot of spiritual communities out there and, you know, they might have a, a Facebook following of millions and millions and millions of people, but there's no face they're just Facebook posts and, and, and they're cool videos and stuff like that. And they're serving a purpose. They are, but it's not personable. And, and I think people, when they want a community, they want that personableness. They want to know like who's behind this type thing. So putting yourself out there and, and, and in that sense, like making yourself vulnerable and, and, and showing that, you know, like this is you stepping into your process as well. And you're learning along with everyone else. So again, you know, like within the Paradigm Shift Central project, a big part of it is helping people step into their leadership and giving them, you know, things what I just said as direction to, to know that they can create a physical community where they are in, in, in just like using these simple formats. And that's why like within the Paradigm Shift communities, you know, they're very easy to create all of the 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 quote unquote hardest part about it is the the patience and the persistence. And that, but that is what makes the difference. That is like really what like allows it to, to, to really go even bigger than just, you know, like one, one meeting at a time type thing. So within the paradigm shift project, you know, we're, we, we say to people, all you have to do is find a place to have your meetings, set a time for them to take place and then invite people out. 
and then just literally repeat this process. Like it's very simple. And then in the process of that, you get into like, you know, just experimenting with how to promote it or how to share it or how to connect with people. And that's when you get into the things like doing free hugs. And that's where like, you know, if when you have a physical meetup, and you go out and do free hugs and either if you have a button or a piece of pamphlet you it's very powerful to be like okay like we've connected here let's keep connecting here's a pamphlet come out to the meeting so again you know these little things this is where you get into the idea of hacking the matrix and accelerating the shift so again like that's a big part with the paradigm to central project it's not just being a part of the shift but it's actively helping accelerate it through things like free hugs and synchronicity and creation of media and consistency and all these things. Um, so yeah, I'll, I'll just kind of leave it there, Marilyn, if, if there's maybe any other specifics or, or what, any other thoughts that you had on that. No, that is absolutely fantastic. And I just have to say, in case I don't get a chance to say it at the end, I think you're freaking awesome. It's just so inspiring to kind of listen to you and to hear what you've created and what is evolving. It's just, it's beyond. Thank you. It's just fantastic. Well done. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. And, and there's actually um, one thing that I'll, I'll just add into this, uh, especially when it comes to the creation of digital community. Um, and it goes in turn with uh, accessibility and everything like that. Um, and, and this kind of goes back to the Patreon. Within the Patreon, within the project of Paradigm Shift Central, one thing that we do is that I've always put everything out for free. Uh, uh, everything within the Paradigm Shift Central community is completely free. There is no like membership thing that you have to pay for. And you see this in some communities and, and I think it works for them. Um, but, you know, within my own experience, I found that when you just really just like make everything available for people and not have to make them pay for it, it's more powerful. And then you get some people who see the value in it and then they want to be able to help pay for it so that others can continue to get it for free in that sense. The only thing within the Patreon that I have that is not publicly available are some videos related to uh, psychedelic experiences that I am not at the point where I can just post it fully publicly, even though I kind of have at some point. It's actually on the Facebook page. Um, the experience that I had with five grams of sacred mushroom, I recently just kind of posted that. But again, you know, like it, it's, it's it, that that is a powerful story. And that's kind of like a side conversation in itself, just like the the awakening within the dream through the psychedelic experiences. But again, you know, just uh, it's, it's, again, through the Paradigm to Central Project, signing up for a membership on the website is completely free. It's completely free. It's completely free. And yet through this, this is where you get a lot of people and they're just like, I dig this and I want to support it here. Take my money type thing. Right. Rather than this. Okay. This is a key thing. This is basically sums it all up. It's that subtle difference between asking people for their support versus inviting them to support. That is like a huge paradigm shift because sometimes you'll notice like even within ourselves, like if we're trying to raise funds, if we're asking people for, for support, you know, maybe we're writing on this Facebook page and, and, and as much as we're, we're inspired by it, if we're asking them for support, sometimes it can come off as this kind of like, like this energy of, of sort of lack in, in which you're just, like, you're just like, guys, like I need your help. Like I want to do this, but I can't do it alone and I need your help. What I found to be effective is to usually just be like, guys, I am doing this. I am committed to this. Please feel free to support me if you wish along the way and people will see that and, and, and sometimes it kind of like resonates and it's easier for them to jump on board with that opposed to just being like be like oh like this you know like it's it sort of it, like instead of it becoming like a pity thing uh which it, sometimes it can be it's not always that uh it becomes like this this idea that they are a part of that creation at that point they their their energy is helping create something that they value as well so 
giving things out for free allows people to to inherently place their own value on it and, and oftentimes more so than not people will want to contribute especially when it's a project like related to shifting consciousness and changing the world and it's something that they are directly involved with because it's it's theirs as well you know this is paradigm shift central i started it i'm the director for it but it is the communities you know it is something that is created by all of us and, and it is a platform where you know when someone gives people a button like i want them to be able to give someone a button with the excitement of like yo check this out like this is like where me and a bunch of team members are creating some awesome stuff right like this is our website this is something we're building together so um yeah inviting people to really feel that 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 like allowing people to find their place within the team is very important um and this is this is just kind of another thing within the community that i'll just mention because one thing that we've recently evolved into within the paradigm shift central project uh is that as a media production company not just a media production company but as a community one thing that we've recently activated is the uh specific teams within the project so this is kind of allowing people to find their place within what you can think of as a ship and this is where like metaphors come in very handy because i like to usually think of paradigm shift central as literally being like building a ship and within this ship there are different parts of the ship and different parts of the ship require different things that people need to do you know you have your navigations room where people need to take care of maps you have your engines room where people need to manage like the back end you have your cafeteria you have your your arts and crafts places you you have like all these different areas and within the Paradigm Shift Central project, we're replicating this in a similar way, where now we have several different what we refer to as shift teams. And so, for example, some of the shift teams are the animations team, the articles team, the dreams team, uh, even a mental health team, uh, an app team, a music team, an encyclopedia team, a social media tactics team, and a video production team. So again, you know, within all these, different people are going to kind of like get involved with the project and they're going to be like, very as an example some people are going to be like oh like i want to be involved with the mental health team because that's something i'm personally interested in and and so they can do that and then within that team there's like its own like subspace its own sub website its own sub forum and and that is kind of a cool thing and then you know some people are 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 more like in tune with like the social media tactics and some people are more in tune with the music team and the video production team so in the same way that you know going back to the superhero mythology all of us have these superpowers, superpower abilities within us. And I think what's powerful within community is when you invite people to begin to explore and discover through play what their superpowers are, what their super abilities are already, you know? Because I think that's the idea. You're not trying to make every single person the same, but through the Paradigm Shift Central project, we're trying to create a diverse team of shifters that acknowledge and value each of our different skills, you know? It's like, this person's good at this, this person's good at this, this person's good at this. We come together and we kick a bunch of ass. So um, that's kind of that's kind of like a, a big thing is is creating the space to invite people to to find their unique place within the team through the unique skills, gifts, and keys that they bring to the team. So, so yeah, Marilyn, I'll you know what? It, back to it, your, it's really yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. Oh well, I've got quickly say this. I know I know yes. Marilyn's got uh, dying to have a question as well. Um, and considering you were only going to do an hour, we've almost done two. But I know, I'm anyway. <laughs> I'm, I'm so grateful, but it's you know it. it's really interesting for me. I mean, anybody go and watch the original show, the first show, first episode, and and listen to that, and you will hear a lot. Well, you hear some of what we've been talking about, but there's been a big leap 
you know, for, for you especially, there's been a big leap, and even in the direction of where Paradigm Shift has gone. Um, and um, yeah, like I said, I've, I've said, oh, you know, I've, I've seen this guy do so much. And it, it is, it's just, it's gone on to that in, in synchronicity, or this thing where it builds up to a certain degree, um, and and then it will explode. You know, the, the hundred monkey effect. You know, we've talked about this on the show before, the hundred monkeys. And you're getting to that point. Did Paul just freeze? I think Paul may have just oh, overheated. No, <laughs> I think he did. I think you did, and we've not got much time left. I know that Marilyn, Marilyn, you've got a question, yeah? Sure, yeah. Maybe we can just keep steering the ship, and Paul will jump in in a yeah, minute. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. You had Paul. some another question, Marilyn? Yeah. Sorry, friend. Sorry, I've, I've, I've muted myself so that you don't get any feedback from me. So, you know, one of number one, I've got a Robbie-style statement, which is just so making me smile, and it's one of those synchronicity moments. Twenty minutes before I logged onto this call, which is why I was a little bit later, I did a video. I'm answering questions from clients and one of the, the video today was why do I offer early booking discounts for my workshops or paid workshops and basically why do I do stuff for free and doesn't that devalue my product so I was explaining that the reason I do that and do a lot of free stuff is I want to say thank you to people I want to offer them a gift I want and it also benefits me you know to kind of have people having access to the material so it's quite interesting um, that you kind of talk about that because that's the exact conversation I've just had and I don't see it as a devaluation. I see it as my way of giving something back and having people benefit. And my, my question, I'll try and make it my final question. Um, what inspired you? What, you know, I know this is an evolution because you're saying that there are, you know, even with you and um, Sifu talking, that what you're doing now is maybe different to what you were doing when you did the show a year ago, but in terms of the catalytic moment, the thing that started the ripple effect, can you remember if there was like um, what you would call a crucible moment in authentic leadership? Was Is there something that inspired you and made you sit up and go, right, this is what I'm doing? Yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a great question. That definitely brings me back. Um, and, and just kind of I, right before I answer that, um, just going back to like the the free things versus paid things, um, I think both are both are important, and and I think it's important for us as artists to 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 not be afraid to put value on what it is that we are creating. So again, you know, for people who are doing things, if it makes sense for you to like have like a price for things, absolutely, absolutely, you know, like I I, I just think for paradigm shift, it works for what we're doing because our objective is to just like get the content seen, which is why we do it in the way that we do it. Um, but yeah, I encourage people to explore multiple models. Um, yeah, in terms of like a catalyst moment, I think uh, I'll, I'll try and give like sort of like a short answer to this. But, you know, I, I think uh, going back to like even like when I started Paradigm Shift back in 2009, I was like 21 years old. So I was still kind of like within that youth category. Now I'm like almost at my Saturn return. So it's almost coming up on a decade that I've been committed to doing this. And, and it's been like such an enriching and beautiful experience. And for me, like it, it really kind of like, I, I, I knew that I always wanted to make a difference in the world. And I always kind of had this, this like a uh, knack for media creation. And eventually they just kind of got to the point where it just kind of synergized the two and in theme with like my, my natural abilities as a leader. Um, it really just came as a natural thing. And it kind of came back to the idea of like, um, you know, like 
if I don't, then who will type thing, you know, like I kind of like had this idea of just kind of like, like, okay, let's create like a platform for conscious media and physical communities. And like, this is a cool idea. And I'm just like, I should do this because I'm not sure if someone else will in quite the same way. But now, you know, multiple people are doing it in different ways and everything like that. Um, But yeah, you know, growing up, I was like captain for my hockey team for like multiple years. And, and, and I always kind of had like this like wolf energy and, and I was always like involved with media production. So it naturally kind of led me to this um, in terms of specific crucible moments. Uh, some of them would have been like once I kind of got introduced to lucid dreaming, that that was kind of a big thing for me. I'm not an expert on lucid dreaming, but the concept of being aware of lucid dreaming really kind of like catalyzed me forward into the idea of like there being these consistent experiences that people can have which will allow them to directly experience through through gnosis you know gnosis refers to direct experience knowledge through direct experience that they are more than just this physical body and so again like within this bigger shift in consciousness uh, a big part of what I want to be able to do is to to be able to create a, a, an, an environment where people will naturally kind of realize this on their own. So it's not so much like I have to kind of go up to each person and be like, go up to them and shake them and be like, you're more than your physical body. This is a hyperdelic reality and we're all beings of light and everything's psychedelic. Like I, I don't, I don't literally have to do that. In fact, if I were to do that, I'd don't feel it would be very healthy for the ways in which things naturally evolve. You know, like if you, if you take a flower and a flower is starting to blossom and you take its petals and you, and you open them up, that's going to kill the flower. Right. So like, you kind of have to just like, like gently kind of like shine light from a distance or like water it at its base. And then when the flower is ready, it will naturally kind of open up. But um, yeah, opening up, being aware of, of, of lucid dreaming kind of like really kind of like allowed me to realize like, okay, like there's, there's definitely something more to this physical reality. And then, um, psychedelic experiences growing up. And in particular, a very catalytic moment was when I experienced DMT, um, back in 2009. And this was like, actually when I was like on the West coast and I was out in Vancouver and I was there for like an internship for media. And, and, and I was kind of just like looking for answers and, and a bunch of synchronicities happened and they connected me with the right people. And that's what led me to my DMT experience. So it was like, beyond just like the fact that it even happened in the first place i was just like wow like this lined up so perfectly this is very divine and then the experience with dmt was so visceral and so real and and at that point it was very very obvious for me that yes like these things that we hear about the mystics talking about about these states of samadhi and nirvana and these higher dimensional realities these aren't just ideas this is real. Like this is real. This is something that can be experienced. It's not just something you see in an Alex Gray picture or visionary art or read about in different historical esoteric texts. This is a real experience. And so like the visceralness of that real experience motivated me uh, moving forward rather than like if I didn't have that experience, a part of me would have like, even though there was like other psychedelic experience, but the potency of that DMT experience was so next level that like it allowed me to move forward with this knowing in the back of my mind that yes, we are definitely more than this physical body. There is a hundred, there's with certainty more to this reality than just like what we normally perceive through our eyes and stuff like that. So like that direct experience allowed me to integrate that inspiration into a lot of the work that I do um, both on the surface and 
and, and kind of like above the surface, like ultra, ultra consciousness and subconscious wise. Um, so yeah, like that, that experience for me uh, was definitely a very, very like sacred catalytic moment um, that again, for me, like wasn't just something that just randomly happened, but was something that was part of my soul contract that I created for myself. That was literally like, as I came back from Vancouver that year and started school that next September was really one paradigm shift really kicked off and again you know it was like okay i'm gonna create these meetups and, and have these like talks about lucid dreaming and everything like that in the back of my mind because i know that these like the the, the experiences that i had with dmt like those that exist that is real and, and and it was still a mystery for me right like i'm just like i want to i want to find out more about this and everything in terms of like what this reality is really all about and and not so and, and this is where, you know, we've talked about this in previous broadcasts, but I'll just uh, kind of end on this point. Um, through the the studying of dreams and, and, and psychedelic experiences and just life in general, you get into this idea that this reality, this physical reality is an extension of the dream space, that the dream space is actually closer to where we come from. And then we come from the dream space into this physical incarnation. And what you learn is that when you study the dreams, you realize that your thoughts create within your dreams. Therefore, your thoughts create within this reality. It's just kind of in, in time and everything is a little bit different. But through this narrative, through this story, it brings us back into our empowerment. It brings us back into our potential as co-creators. So again, you know, like within the back of my mind, the big part of the Paradigm Essential Project is boiled down to the idea of helping become better dreamers within the dream. And that's kind of like the, the best way I can simply say it, becoming better dreamers within the dream. So whatever that means to you. But but yeah, so th those things were, were some of the uh, catalytic moments uh, on my journey, definitely. So thank you, Marilyn. Well, um, oh, people, <laughs> <laughs> Aloha, I'm back. Yes, my, my computer doesn't like my cheat. It's, uh, it, it thinks I'm too powerful. Um, so every now and again, it says, no, I can't take it anymore. Fortunately, I have Chris, who uh, takes, takes up the helm, takes up the, uh, the, the ship. So, so, surprise, surprise, for Skull Babylon, man, for somebody who's only going to do an hour, you've just done two, and we could wrap it on for another hour easily. Um, but for for us we will actually wrap this up a little bit um so i want everybody to uh, any final words i mean poor savoy he's been on but he hasn't had a chance to say anything i mean uh you know uh, a shy shy old skull babylon is you know so, so withheld and reserved you know has, hasn't allowed savoy to say anything uh, i'm only teasing um so guys have you got any last you know any last questions anything you want to say um before we start wrapping it up so go chris just really to say uh thank you for being on the show uh, as always you have a very in interesting perspective on things and it's great to share your enthusiasm for what you're doing in in your community and how you're binding your community together and how the digital space is actually making the physical space work so without the digital space, I kind of get the idea that the physical space wouldn't happen either because you get the connections. So yeah, just thank you for sharing that, that those ideas and those concepts and just pushing it out a bit further. Thank you. Uh, 
sorry. Um, I'm, I'm eating the bread that I just made. Um, so let's go to, uh, look, where is this Savoy? Have you got anything to say? I mean, you've been, you've been there, but you've been quite, you know, been quiet this, this time. So I'm sorry you've uh, not had any, have you got any questions you'd like to ask or anything you'd like to say? Uh, I'd just really like to thank you for your work for all of these years. One of my questions is how long have you been doing this? Because um, I believe I met you when I was working with Spirit Science. So that was only maybe three years ago. And to know that you've been working since 2009 is really awesome. And to see that whole pattern go up and, and shoot path is it's beautiful. I mean, you're like, you're like this bright light that keeps burning no matter how much people pour water on you. And it's so beautiful. And I've admired you for that ever since. And I've been trying to get your attention, trying to talk to you every now and then. And just every time, every time we cross paths, it's just like, hey, something's going to come out of this one. Something's going to be beautiful. We're going to do this. And I just want to thank you for for keep going and continuously doing. Yeah, I, I I agree. I uh, I agree. He he's a very awe inspiring man. He he won't be like like me saying that, but um yeah, skull you know skull is the light. You know skull is the light of many lights. Uh, we are all the lights. But yes, he you know he's he's. Um, Robbie or Marilyn? Ladies first, on you go. Okay, so I'm not going to say anything else. I'm just going to say thank you so much for an inspiring show. Thank you, um, Sifu, for finding these incredible guests. And thank you, Brendan, for kind of sharing the work that you're doing. It's amazing. So I will, I will leave it there. Thank you so much. And me, and me, thank you for coming on the show again. I will have a look at the first show as well. Um, but a pleasure meeting you, a pleasure connecting with your work. Um, I think you're doing great things. I think you're doing great things. And I think your time has come for a lot of light workers. Now is the time to shine. And people are just coming out the, coming out the light worker closet <laughs> and opening up. And I think it's, it's perfect timing. So um, you are shining. I'm uh, just uh, reiterating what Savoy said. Um, I think your, your light is shining bright and I think it's just going to keep getting brighter. So uh, I appreciate you coming on and uh, much love and uh, appreciation for your work and hope to speak to you again soon. So fantastic. Thanks for coming on. Cheers. Cheers. And, and, and for me, uh, Skull, I mean, um, yet again, uh, obviously because uh, Paradigm Shift has gone to that next level, it's expanded to that next level, yet again, there are so many things like uh, for, for me listening, you know, listening to the show. Uh, just going, oh yeah, I can do that now. Oh yeah, that yeah, I like that. I like that. And and that's what you do. That's that's what's good. That and, and and that is good. You know, is that that's the whole point of this show. That's the whole point of what I do is is to try to give inspire people, give people ideas. It's their choice. Now, not that I want them to listen to me. And it, it, it's a case of you know. 
these are the ideas and, and that's what you've done you've created an awesome project an awesome system that spreads those ideas out that spreads that information out and encourages people to do the same so um is there anything else uh skull that you'd like to say before we wrap it up brendan I think we lost him. <laughs> okay, so I think in this, I think we may have lost Skull Babylon, the man himself. So, guys, the show it was an awesome show. Uh, there's lots of information here, lot lots of stuff. Um, we have we ourselves. There is the the way of learning facebook if you go onto facebook you've got the way of uh, conscious mindfulness uh the fan page and there is also a group called the way of learning so the conscious mindfulness and then you can always talk to us on there and interact and it's a way all the past uh, guests and co-hosts share stuff on there so they share different stuff share different information interested in being part of my patreon and the show's patreon uh it is under cfu boggy on patreon we're building up I've, i haven't quite finished the 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 way of conscious mindfulness uh, page yet but it will have we're gonna do have a badge and there'll be a couple of behind the scenes shows as well um and ways to sort of interact and sort of just ways of building this up and and um, finding ways to uh, to make it better bigger and better um to and to spread out more hope you enjoyed the show next week we have angel trinity um who is she is a medium she's as many other things i can't remember i do apologize but angel trinity is on next week so that's the show for next week so it is goodbye from the mighty brendan mike is on was he frozen too Chris? Yes. Are you there? <laughs> it's goodbye from Chris. Goodbye. <laughs> thanks for tuning it's in. It's goodbye from the mighty Robbie. Goodbye. Thanks for coming. It is goodbye from the great Savoy. Hey, uh, Brendan said he's rejoining. If you could hold off for one minute. Oh, well, we'll, we'll do it as the after show. We'll, we'll, it'll be, but... Okay. Yep, he'll come back. Uh, and it's goodbye for Marilyn. Goodbye, and thank you for another great evening. It, it has been awesome, hasn't it, just? So I hope you guys enjoyed the show. Uh, see you next time. Till then, love, Chi and Shen from Mindfulness. Bye for now.